Hey everyone, welcome back to another season of Data Driven Health Radio. I'm your host, Dave Korsunsky. On this show, we dive deep into how you can use data to measure, manage, and optimize your health with the latest science and technology. This show is brought to you by Heads Up, which is our web and mobile app designed for individuals and healthcare professionals who need a precise way to measure and manage health data. Check us out at headsuphealth.com. If you've got comments, questions, or feedback on this show, shoot us an email, support at headsuphealth.com. We'd love to hear from you. And with that said, let's get into our next exciting episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Data Driven Health Radio. I'm your host, Dave Korsunsky, and my special guest today is Adam Cadella. Adam, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Dave. Good to be here. I've been tracking you down for a while, Adam. Adam is the founder of DexaFit. And if you're listening to this show and you've been doing any kind of health optimization, body composition, then you have probably heard of the DEXA scan. And I first learned of the DEXA scan back in 2011, 2012 from Tim Ferriss in his book, The 4-Hour Body. I started getting DEXA scans back in Redwood City, California in 2011. And I have a stack of papers in my closet with printouts of the results. (laughs) And therein lies the problem. And what Adam has done at DexaFit finally is unlocked all of the data inside of our valuable DEXA scans. And this information is really important to trend over time. So For me, what I would do is I would have to take those numbers and like manually key them into a spreadsheet. And just just so you can see those really important in trends, because I wasn't always going to Redwood City. I would get DEXA scans at other places too. All of these facilities, just like our healthcare system, right? They were all fragmented. So like I got three scans over here and three scans over there. And some are in a PDF file on my laptop. Some are printed out in my closet. It's just a mess. So Adam, I first of all am so happy that you guys came along and recognized this problem, recognized the value in the data and recognized the inherent struggle in the fragmentation of the data. So all of the biohackers rejoice and all of the people who have DEXA scans can now start to unlock this data. So that's why I was so happy to get you on the show, Adam. So um for our, our listeners here, maybe you can just start by giving us a little bit of an overview on your background before you started this, and then just give us the origin story on what got you to the point where you said, we're going to take on this challenge, which is awesome and needed. So um, over to you, man, however you want to frame it up. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so the original DexaFit was, uh, you know, our brick and mortar first site was in Chicago. Uh, actually, Open that first facility. It was just as a former teammate of mine from college. Uh, we came at it from more of the performance side. We played football together. He went on and played in the NFL for a few seasons and then retired and opened up a performance center in the city of Chicago. I was working at a uh, trading firm building technology, trading markets around the globe, which you know was a lot of fun, but a lot of you know became a desk jockey after spending my life active outdoors competing. And so jumped at an opportunity to help him out training athletes from middle school up to the pro level. And while we were doing that, we were approached by a mentor of ours from college to see if we could help 
introduced more of a sports science component to our alma mater. And um, we, you know, reached out to some contacts we had, people we didn't know, just those, you know, kind of on the the front lines, the cutting edge of what they were doing with athletes throughout the season and noticed the consistent theme among a lot of them. And they were using DEXA scanners. And again, this, this wasn't, DEXA wasn't really widely, uh, widely utilized at this time. It's around 2010 or so, 2011. Uh, I know the Green Bay Packers were using it. You know, really, they were just one of the few. But uh, when we were done, we pitched kind of a program and we thought, hey, you know what? This is something that not only our guys that we're training would love to, to use, uh, but more importantly, just, just everyday people. This is when biohacking was starting to become a thing. Tim Ferriss came out with his book, The 4-Hour Body, and just you know, wearables were really starting to take off. And you know, we saw an opportunity. You know what? People are going to really care about their body composition health. Uh, yeah. And more importantly, let's make sure we're getting very accurate data about yep. it because a lot of the uh, options out there were not very reliable. And with my trading background, I was coming at it from the angle of if you're if you're making a trade, you want to make sure you have the most up-to-date, accurate pricing data. If you have what's called stale pricing data, you can lose a lot of money. That's what a lot of people are doing with just their health information using stale or just archaic da- data in some cases. And so that's where we we saw an opportunity and figured out well, what's it going to take to offer DEXA scans, but we also offer VO2 max testing and RMR testing. We consider that kind of the three-legged stool, you know, three pillars of your health. Everybody's yep. going to always care about their body composition, their cardiorespiratory fitness, and their metabolic health, something like yep. their metabolic late. So that was yep. our... Those were our three core offerings right out the gates. And we were very pleasantly surprised. It was just more of a side passion project at the time. And people loved it. People were flying in from Toronto, a couple other cities, because you couldn't really get specifically DEXA scans anywhere. And then just over the years, just continued to grow. And, you know, but as you alluded to at the beginning, it was very frustrating because we were at the mercy of the manufacturer's report. You know, don't get me wrong. Love the manufacturers for providing us with DEXA systems, but their reports leave a lot to be desired. Uh, you're just getting a bunch of data that a lot of people, quite frankly, don't understand, and it's not in a very user-friendly format. So that's kind of, you know, that next phase at the back of our mind was, all right, let's, uh, you know, let's build something here that does significantly more than uh, just this PDF report, or as you were doing, entering it by hand. And so around 2019, we formed a technology venture to specifically build out software that integrated with not only DEXA systems, but other clinical grade diagnostic systems to create a much more user-friendly interface for not only the people getting these tests done, but also these operators and these you know, doctors, trainers, nutritionists, et cetera, that use this data to build plans, build treatment plans, programs, et cetera. And uh, obviously with you, what we're hoping to do is get it to you. So you, you guys can and get it to more people as well through your platform. Well, there's definitely, we work with a lot of organizations that, that have DEXA scans in their clinic. And we're pulling in all of the data from these clinics. The way we treat the DEXA data today is we rely on the clinic to upload a PDF copy of the result, which means exporting it off whatever machine they have into PDF and then uploading it into ours. It just becomes a major pain in the ass, but it works. And it's better than what we have before. But where we're going technology-wise, where there's now programmatic ways to access the data, you now have an ecosystem of partners. 
that are going to build around the technology. And, and there's all kinds of different ways the technology can grow once you start building an ecosystem. So we'll be one of the partners in that ecosystem. But just to back up the tape a little bit, I'm making an assumption that people listening here know what a DEXA scan is. I don't want to spend too much time on that because this is a data-driven health radio. It's a biohacker show. Most people would know about it. But could you just spend a minute on um, what the DEXA technology is, how the scan works, body composition, and then also briefly on VO2 and resting heart rate. And then I want to go into how the actual software works. Sounds good. So we'll go over the DEXA. That's that's definitely the most popular. People find it the most interesting. It's also probably the easiest to do. So a DEXA system, uh, short for bone densitometer, it's been around for decades. Uh, originally, its primary use case in hospitals or imaging centers has been to, if you ask your mom or your grandma, they've either had one or may know of one, it's to diagnose osteoporosis. Uh, so that's been its traditional use case. It's a what's called a covered preventative screening. What that means is over a certain age, you know, women, you're allowed to go in and you'll, you don't have to pay any deductible, anything to get your DEXA scanner. So they're widely available, but in uh, recent decades, they're, they're also the gold standard for body composition analysis, uh, primarily being used in research and then mostly with professional athletes. I always like to equate pro sports as kind of like the military where some of the most cutting edge technology trickles down from there. And, Agreed. Yeah. Many of these athletes have been using this for a while. And again, it's because of its accuracy and precision, and more importantly, the detail, the level of detail you get. So for instance, if you did calipers or any of these other, you know, bod pod or hydrostatic wane, you get what's called a two-compartment model, you know, fat-free mass and fat mass. The DEXA scanner, you lay on a table. It's about the size, you know, it's probably about the size of like a tanning bed. You lay on it, it's open air scan, and an arm passes over you one time, uses extremely low radiation, negligible even compared to, to anything else, um, just like taking a short flight. And what you get from it is a detailed, almost heat map of your body that breaks out and shows exactly where your lean mass, fat mass, and bone mass is, making what makes it a three-compartment model. Uh, more importantly, it breaks down your visceral fat, which is the fat stored around your organs. And then, as we said, regional, so left side versus your right side, left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg makes it easy to calculate your the appendicular uh, lean mass index, which has been made popular by Dr. Peter Tia recently. Uh, that kind of shows your muscular health. So again, there's just a lot of very, very interesting data you get from this one scan uh, specifically related to your preventative health. And we're that's one thing we're doing with our software, which we can talk about here in a little bit, is trying to get more out of these DEXA scans. Uh, we'll have some new premium features that we'll be rolling out here in the near future that can predict more about your, your body composition health, also just better resolution with the scans, more detailed, breaking in even more granular than just left arm versus right arm or anything like that. So if you're interested in your body composition and you want to truly see if you're losing fat and where, if you're increasing lean mass, uh, you can't do any better than a DEXA scan at this point in terms of just ease of use, safety, and cost. Uh, next, we offer you know VO2 max test. That's your cardiorespiratory fitness. I really think that more people should probably get a VO2 max test. It's considered the top predictor of all-cause mortality. It's Agreed. a 
fantastic test if you want to really know your preventative health. Uh, honestly, between a DEXA scan and a VO2 max test, you're 80% of the way, 90% of the way of understanding your risks and you know how you stand and what you probably need to be working on. Uh, it's a test typically done on a treadmill or a bike or a cycle ergometer. Uh, some of our locations have, you can, if you're a cyclist, you can bring in your own bike and set it up and do your test on that as well as you can do it, as I said, on a treadmill. And what we'll do is you'll start from a walk, work up to a jog, increase the incline until you are at your VO2 max where you're struggling to breathe. But again, the, the, the value of that data can't overstate it. A lot of people would use it to help optimize their programming as well, whether they're endurance athletes or, or just looking for just improving general health and wellness. And then lastly, our RMR test, resting metabolic rate, you lay down about 12, 15 minutes, just about, you know, you don't want to fall asleep, but just about. And what you do is it finds out exactly how many calories you burn at rest among a few other interesting data points, such as your RAR, respiratory exchange ratio helps identify what is your primary fuel source that you're burning at rest, whether you're predominantly more of a fat burner, carb burner, mix, you know, resting heart rate, which is again, another very important preventative health metric to track. Uh, so that's what we that's what we try to do at our facilities is to give you just a very strong foundation to show you exactly where you are and then work whether you want to go off on your own and try something or work with somebody that can help optimize all those numbers for you. Yeah, that's where Heads Up would come in because we'd now put a practitioner on the other end, mm -hmm. you know, and they'd have an interpretation layer for said data. But getting back to the DEXA scans, Adam, I was fortunate. I was living in San Francisco, 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. They had a DEXA center in Did you Redwood go with, City. Uh, Amy? Amy's Amy. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would go to Redwood City. First of all, at that time in my life, I had not really started on my health optimization journey, but I discovered Dave Asprey's podcast in the early, early days. And he was uh, promoting at that time what he called the Bulletproof Diet, which mm -hmm. was uh, essentially built on a paleo template, which was kind of the diet, the, I don't like to use that word. It was just a nutritional template that was very popular at that time. But that was the first time in my life, 2011, 2012, where I started paying attention to what I was eating. And I started following that Bulletproof template and I was moving away from processed foods I was moving away from sugar. I was moving away from all of the stuff that I kind of just took for granted growing up in, you know, Midwestern part of Canada, small town. And so what I did, I was working in engineering roles. So the engineer in me said, okay, before I do this, I'm going to go get all my blood tests run from the doctor. I'm going to get a DEXA scan. And then I'm going to do this bulletproof nutritional template for six months. And then I'm going to rerun the DEXA scan and the blood work. So this was my first biohacking experiment, if you mm -hmm. will. And I got the DEXA scan. And at that time, it gave you, like, a, like you said, a heat map. And I could see on a color photo of my body where there was muscle and where the fat was located. Not surprisingly, a lot of the fat is concentrated in around the stomach, the abdomen, the organs in that area. I did the experiment. And... Afterwards, that whole heat map changed color. All those areas where I saw a lot of yellow and red for fat had started turning green. And I could see those changes. I could see my body fat percentage come down. I had a scale at home. It was just one of those bioimpedance scales. You step on it and it gives you a, a body fat number. 
Uh, interestingly, I was using the scale from um, Tanita, mm-hmm. $69 bioimpedance scale. But the body fat on that scale was always within 1% of the DEXA scan for whatever reason. You know, now I use some of these other wireless ones, like I'll step on the Withings wireless one and the body fat reading is just not even in the ballpark. So like they bounce around a lot. So I had these DEXA scans going back 2011, 12, and then I would do them roughly every six months. And I've I've been following that pattern for the last, you know, 10 years. So I've got 25 of these scans. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I've done them at different DEXA facilities across the country, just depending on where I lived. Some of the data I have in PDF files, some in paper records. So what I was really, really excited about is how you guys are doing it. So you guys initially had your own facility in Chicago, but then you started the software company. Now I can go to Tempe, Arizona, where I live now, and I can go to DexaFit Tempe. And it's run by a sole proprietor. He's opened up a clinic that does these things. And his clinic has the same DEXA machines I used in Redwood City, but it has your software in addition to that DEXA machine. So any clinic that, and you can correct me if I make any mistakes here, but any clinic that has a DEXA machine today, they can add in your software on top of that, which provides more of a sophisticated platform for the business operator to manage all of this stuff. But more importantly for me as the consumer, I can get access to that data digitally on my phone through the DexaFit app. And then very soon, I'll be able to programmatically say, hey, I want to connect my DexaFit to Heads Up or to wherever, because I want to overlay these metrics. And now you have done basically what we've done, which is you, you've solved this data fragmentation problem for this body composition data. So that's why I think what you're doing is, is so meaningful because keeping body composition under control, BMI, uh, visceral adipose tissue, you know, the amount of fat and muscle on your body at any given time, that all relates back to VO2 max and resting metabolic rate. So like keeping the body composition under control, all these other metrics tend to get better. And now you give people a way to get this very precise scan and you don't have to do it that often, you know, once every six months or once a year, or if you're doing a specific experiment, you can do it more frequently for a certain period of time. But the ability now for anyone who's had a DEXA scan really to understand that, okay, now we can start to mash up that data with other information that you're collecting, the results when you go to the doctor. Like, okay, I've got my body fat percentage down 7%, and all of my blood sugar markers are better. All of my lipid panel numbers are better. My hormone numbers are better. I'm sleeping better. My blood pressure is lower. So that's why I was so excited about the vision and also the way you're going to market. The way you're going to market, correct me if I'm wrong, is you're letting any clinic that wants to participate use your software and get access to it. And now you could have 10, 20, 50 independent DEXA scans all over the country. But as long as they're using DEXAFIT as the standard software, it goes up to one place. And it's one unified story of your data, even from these different clinics 
that are independently owned and operated. It's kind of like the way the healthcare system should be, right? Like I can go to get my blood tests done at Quest and I can go to get my blood tests done at LabCorp. You know, in theory, it all goes up into one place so I can see the trend line. Unfortunately, that's not how it works in practice. But the way you're doing it, it does. Am I understanding that correctly? You are. No, that's that's uh, appreciate. That's a good summary. We're trying to de- kind of decentralize access to a lot of this data that previously you were stuck with a gatekeeper to get it, and that's that's partially how I kind of went down this path. Was I had my own health issues, um, an undiagnosed autoimmune, specifically Hashimoto's, back around. Well, again, right around before Dexafit, we opened our first facility. It was my own journey. I'd been given synthroid thyroid hormone since I was 18, just because I had a underactive thyroid, but never was given kind of a underlying cause of it. Just here, take this pill. And that dose that I took was really small to start, which probably only shut down some activity. And that dose just kept going higher and higher and higher until after college. I, you know, I still looked like an athlete and, you know, just couldn't function though. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And started to dig into this thyroid. Why is this? My thyroid's always been bad. What's this thing even mean? And then that's where I started exploring my own. And it was really tough to get some of the tests done to, to figure that out. And then, you know, eventually led me down a path where I realized I had an autoimmune issue, which led to certain lifestyle and, and diet modifications to help it under control and manage to reverse a lot of those problems. And then that that partially played into to the idea behind Dexafit was giving you know giving more access to these tests that have traditionally been pretty hard to get. And then, as you said, with our software, uh, that is part of our go to market. Is what we've done is we've built you know I consider if you consider your your phone any kind of hardware you know, like Android has you know Samsung they've got Pixel they've got LG different types of hardware. Same thing with like Dexa. There's different types of hardware. We've built an interface that can integrate with any DEXA system, you know, so if you're an existing clinic that has DEXA, or if you're an aspiring entrepreneur or doctor that wishes to add DEXA as a modality, you can partner with us and we can help walk you through both getting the system, getting some training on it, more importantly, giving you a software that has a much more user-friendly interface for not only you as a practitioner, to engage with your patients that you're giving them scans for, or if you're the patient or the user leaving, you have a better understanding when you go away and need to look back on those results and understand what they mean. But then beyond that, our our focus on the technology side is we've been collecting a lot of DEXA data, VO2 max data, RMR data, along with some other data. And so we've been building out various AI tools that allow us to, to learn even more about your body from these DEXA scans. So to really just get more out of it than just basic body composition data. You're preaching to the choir here, brother, because that's what we tried to do with a lot of the blood tests and sensor data, which is put it into a user interface that's very intuitive for practitioners, but also gives the end user a very simple and intuitive and elegant way to interact with their data. So there's a lot of synergies in terms of how we've kind of seen a problem in the market and um, gone out there and built a technology solution to yeah, address that's, it. That's why I love what you guys have done because you guys have kind of added in, you know, we've always broken things down by causal data and effect data. And we're kind of in the effect side 
and the sense of what effect is your diet having, your exercise program, any kind of supplements, sleep, lifestyle, what effect is that having on those, as I said at the beginning, those three pillars of your health, your body composition, your cardiorespiratory fitness, and your metabolic health? You know, how are those three things changing? And that's what you guys are able to kind of provide a lot more granular detail into all these things you're doing. What's actually having the biggest impact? You know, weight loss is very complicated, as many people know. I can't tell you how many clinics we talk to where their patients come in and they have tried everything. 20 years, tried every diet, up, down, yo-yo, this way, that way, upside down, every which way to Sunday. And it's frustrating and it's really fucking hard. And so my analogy for weight loss actually is that it's a very complex algorithm because there are lots of variables that play into your ability to not just lose weight, let's just say optimal body composition. There's age, there's genetics, there is diet, there's your training, how you train, there's hormones, there's supplementation, there's psychology, you know, there's addiction, food addiction behavior in there. You have a economy where food is engineered to be hyper palatable so that you just you know, it just hijacks the reward circuits in your brain. You know, that was one of Rob Wolf's books, Wired to Eat. You know, so you got these food companies that are engineering the food to be tasty, right? They're a for-profit for company, right? So like, you've got all these things that factor in and each variable even is is weighted differently. Like in your case, hey, actually thyroid was a much larger part of the equation for you than it is for me. And for the next person, actually, it turns out that like there's a higher weight on the algorithm to like getting hormones fixed. So like there's all these variables that need to be looked at. And the hardest thing is that what works for you in your 20s doesn't work in your 30s. And what works in your 30s doesn't work in your 40s because your body's changing. So your approach has to adapt and evolve. So the algorithm's constantly changing as you're body ages. And the one thing you need is a predictable way of measurement. And that's why I think DEXA is still the gold standard in how you do that. So like now we have all these uh, GLP-1 weight loss peptides on the market. Now they're freaking phenomenal. And like you can go on these for six or 12 months and you can get a DEXA scan before and after and that visceral adipose tissue, and, and if you've never had a DEXA scan, one of the great things is they can measure, or I believe it's an approximation, but it's the amount of fat that's deep inside your abdomen, way up inside the organs, the liver and uh, the kidneys, and it's considered to be the most inflammatory type of fat that you can have on your body. So that's one of the key indicators. And you can start to do these experiments and test out these medications and exercises and peptides. And then you've just got this every six months gold standard benchmark to tell you how you're doing. And guess what? Sometimes you think you're doing everything right and you go for the DEXA scan and you got worse. Great. <laughs> you got a technique problem, right? I got, but... <laughs> a, I got a good story related to that one that just to, to kind of reinforce what you just said is you saying six months, consistently, which I think is a good sweet spot. You know, we usually say that four to six months is kind of that sweet spot of tracking because you don't want to go too often by any means, because you got to give your body some time. 
to change physiologically, all these habits that you're, you're adopting. It, it takes some time. At the same time, you don't want it to wait too long. I, one couple kind of jumps out to me early on. I remember they were, they were a great couple. They were so excited. They had a plan. I think they were reading a book, and this is no offense to Body by Science, if you remember that book, because obviously a lot of people have had success with it. They were really excited by it. They had a new diet they were going to try. They were going to do this Body by Science program. And I was like, oh, great. Can't wait to see your progress. They didn't come back until one year later, and they were still really excited. They said they stuck with their program. They really just couldn't wait to see their results. They got on their DEXA, they got their DEXA scans done. Both of them, unfortunately, came back. They had increased fat mass and lost lean mass. So just about the opposite of what your goal, most people's goal is. And so it still sticks out. They said, we're going to see you um, a little bit sooner than next time. And again, they spent this whole year following this plan they were excited about that they thought was healthy, only to find that they were losing precious lean mass and increasing fat mass, uh, the opposite of their goal. So... There is no bad biofeedback. You might not like the biofeedback, but at least you didn't spend another year <laughs> doing something exactly. that, exactly. that, that actually doesn't really work. So like, I can't tell you how many times I've gone for the DEXA scan and I'm like, man, I've been training. This is going to be the best numbers I've ever had. You know, and I'm like, oh, I really haven't actually changed that much because you know, you're subjectively assessing yourself, you know, you, the way your clothes fit, the way you look in the mirror, the way the, how much you've been training, what you've been eating. So you, you come into the DEXA scan with this idea of how much progress you've made, but that does not always match up to reality. And the other thing with weight loss, that's why I think most people should probably take the scale in their bathroom and give it to somebody they don't like because it's the most misleading tool on God's green earth, because I shouldn't say that. It's the interpretation of, of said data that's often not done correctly, because those numbers jump around from day to day and week to week and month to month. So if you're going to be stepping on the scale every day, it's maddening. What you need to do on the scale, fine, step on it every day, step on it every week, but then go into a tool like Heads Up and look at a trend line over 30, 60, and 90 days. you know, And that's where you'll actually start to see the trend line going down, even though the numbers look like a sawtooth up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But the actual trend line is down. So like, you have to know how to use the scale properly. The alternative is just don't use one and just get a DEXA scan every six months. Or you could try to do both. I personally do both because stepping on the scale regularly can also reveal other things that might need attention especially if you have certain health conditions where weight may be coming off too fast or not quickly enough, especially with all the people using the um, GLP-1 peptides, like you don't want to go too fast. And similarly, uh, you don't want to go too slow. So you can use those for like micro calibration, but then you really need a high-end scan, which is what I recommend getting from DEXA to have those benchmarks, basically. So... Um, Adam, if you're listening to this now and you're like, okay, I've never had a DEXA scan or I had one five years ago and I don't even know where the results are or I'm ready to get another one done. So tell us about the DEXA fit centers across the country and how to choose a center that's DEXA fit enabled versus one that's not, because that's an important detail. Yes. Yeah, so right now you can you can visit DEXAFIT.com and you can find a lot of our, our partners, as we call them. We are in the process of potentially franchising here in the near future to kind of officially make it even more turnkey than That's we are. That's a great idea. 
Make throw some fit. other modalities in there, you know, throw in a sauna, infrared sauna, you know, throw in some other stuff and boom. We do have so a lot of our partners. So all of our, our DexFit partners right now, they're all independently owned and you can find them just about, well, I think we're up to around 40 or so in the U.S. We've got a couple in Canada now, one over in Singapore and one in Poland. And again, a lot of these were either a combination of existing centers that already had DEXA and were utilizing it, but also practitioners and entrepreneurs that were looking to build out their own concepts, whether it was a combination DEXAFIT testing with recovery services. We have a couple doctor's offices, some imaging centers. Really, if you have a DEXA, if you want a DEXA, we can help you out. And so if you want to go get a DEXA, as I said, I encourage you to visit DEXAFIT.com and you'll find any of our affiliated partners there. And they'll by default, you'll get access to our app. And that gets you more than what you'll find at any non-DEXAFIT DEXA facility. And again, that's just because of what we've done with the data that we've collected over the years. I would argue we probably have the largest data set worldwide of body composition, cardiorespiratory fitness, and metabolic health data uh, than anybody out there. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time, and we've got some really smart people behind the scenes that know what to do with data and generate some very interesting insights for you to you know, make it a lot easier to understand exactly what your data means versus just getting your body fat percent or even just your visceral fat. And I always like to tell a story about you know, how misleading body fat percent alone as a metric actually is. I know you said, let's you know, give, your, give a scale to your enemy. Body fat percent as well, just total body fat. A lot of people come in because they want to know that number, but I also want to just you know warn people too how misleading that can be beyond just weight. Uh, I remember one example vividly sticks out years ago. They just, two gentlemen just happened to come in almost back to back. They didn't know each other. And I remember they got on, first guy got a scan. He was maybe about like nine, 10% body fat, which on a DEXA scanner is pretty low. Pretty incredible. Yeah, pretty incredible. So again, he he actually was pretty incredible. All of his numbers, he was zero pounds of visceral fat. His bone density again zero. Dexa body comp- flat zero. Yeah, body, yeah, yeah Dexa body composition. Just to throw this in there as well, you do get some high level understanding of your bone density health as well. So we do have a lot of you know, especially women who may have mothers or, or grandmothers that have had bone density issues. They'll come in a little earlier than what's typically recommended by a doctor just so they can get a longer term, as you said, trend line to see how that's changing. So again, this guy, he was very lean, good lean mass level, zero pounds of visceral fat, bone density was awesome. Body fat present was awesome. Perfect symmetry. I mean, really, you and you could tell the guy knew what he was doing. So if you were in the gym and this guy told you I was 10% body fat, you're like, okay, you're pretty healthy. So then this other guy comes in, he was also around nine or 10% total body fat. Difference between him and the other was he was maybe around two and a half, three pounds of visceral fat. His T-score was a little bit on the lower side. So you could tell he was just kind of a classic skinny fat, had someone, something was going on underneath the surface. But again, if you met him in the gym, you didn't know him and he goes, yeah, my body fat's nine, 10%. To a lot of people who aren't aware, they think, wow, that's pretty healthy. So this is, again, this is where DEXA will goes a couple layers deeper, which is that's what truly gives you kind of those, those signals as to the trajectory of your health, you know, specifically that visceral fat number, uh, which I like to call the canary in the coal mine. And what I mean totally. by that, if that number's creeping up, something is happening under, you know, underlying, I don't know if it's 
hormonal related, whatever may inflammation, any number of things that directly impact your quality of life and longevity. That's where that kind of sticks out. So yeah, some of the numbers I look at obviously are that visceral adipose tissue because of that I just know the um, inflammatory effects of all that fat deep up inside the abdomen area. There's a epidemic level of what's called fatty liver, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver, largely metabolic dysfunction, and just you know standard American diet. You just kind of see it. You can see the shape of somebody's belly, <laughs> and you just know that there's visceral adipose tissue. I also look closely at uh, body fat percentage. I do look at uh, total mass also important. Uh, my bone density score, you know, I'm 47. So I, I like to see that that number is either stable or or getting better with strength training. And then also looking at the total pounds of muscle mm-hmm. and the total pounds of fat. So you may get the scan done. And like you said, the percentage or certain numbers may not be exactly what you want, but then you look at it and you're like, man, I I actually weigh more than I did on the last scan. I went from 203 to 210, you know, and that could be perceived as negative, but then you click into the numbers and you're like, oh, okay, I put on eight pounds of muscle Mm -hmm. and two pounds of fat. You know, that's where that 10 pounds, that's pretty damn good. You know what I mean? That's that's just eight pounds of pure lean mass. So that's why you really want to click into these like more granular details that you get with DEXA. So anyhow, I've, I've gushed all over it for long enough here. Hopefully I've gotten everyone here excited about getting a scan. I go to DEXAFIT Tempe. It's in Tempe location. So I just go to DEXAFIT.com. I also spend a lot of time in Las Vegas. There's a DEXAFIT in Las Vegas. So you just go to DEXAFIT. As long as you go to one of their locations, all your data is centralized. So that's the biggest thing here. And then what Adam and I are working on together is, is you'll be able to link it to Heads Up and then other systems as well, you know, and now we're just adding another really important piece of the story and getting all that normalized. I will want to just jump in too, for any of the listeners, especially if you're a practitioner, you know, we, uh, so again, uh, uh, something that separates us from a lot of, you know, just your standard DEXA system is some of these insights we're providing on top of it, including our AI. Uh, we're in the process of planning some clinical trials here of a new AI that detects coronary artery disease from your total body composition DEXA scan. Uh, and again, we see kind of the opportunity there with, with heart disease being the, the leading killer worldwide. And right now there isn't a reliable kind of early level asymptomatic population level screening to detect it much like we have mammograms for breast cancer, for example. So we're pretty excited about that coming out here soon. And as I said, we'll have some new premium features too. That's going to really Dave, I think you'll like it, increase the resolution of the image, allow you to get a little bit more granular about even the visceral fat in terms of what you're seeing. Uh, A couple other things related to joint health as well. So so yeah, just uh, just stay tuned. And uh, if you're, as I said, if you're interested in adding a DEXA system, we have relationships, manufacturers, a lot of experience getting people up and running. Uh, it's, It's not necessarily a straightforward process. You know, DEXAs are regulated devices, uh, which vary state by state. So it's, again, that's something we can help you with beyond, you know, just the install and the training, but then also integrating our software as well and driving more traffic to you through our platforms. That's perfect. Thank you. And, and every clinic we work with that has a DEXA, we're pushing them towards you guys. Like, hey, you have to have the software. So um, we'll do our part. Uh, we got a few minutes here, Adam. You mentioned a metric that Peter Tia has been talking about 
what did you call it? The appendicular lean mass? I hadn't heard of that one before. Can you talk a yeah, little bit about that? Uh, lean mass index. Uh, so what that basically does is, you know, right now you may have the, uh, it's, a, it's a measure of your lean mass and your arms and your legs. And so it's typically an indicator of your physical fitness and your muscle health. A decline in that specifically might be a sign of muscle loss, sarcopenia. And it's especially relevant for aging populations or anybody who's going through any kind of rehab. And again, the idea behind that is, especially as you age, muscle is very metabolically demanding, you know, we would say. And that's yep, why you agree. often, especially as, as you age, your body has a priority of survival. So certain organs, certain tissues will have, you know, our, our energy hogs, you know, they're going to take care of your vital organs, your brain, your heart, all that stuff. So where might they start if you're not as metabolically efficient as you once were, as you're aging, it's your periphery. That's why you start to see, you know, a diabetic might go numb in the toes, or you start losing strength in your arms and your legs. If you're not moving much, your body's going to be like, I don't need this anymore. So again, that's where keeping track of that uh, appendicular lean mass index. And again, if you listen to some of the podcasts or read Dr. Tia's uh, book, Outlive, he strongly encourages tracking that rather consistently, uh, especially he likes to keep that, I believe, north of 75 percentile for your age. Uh, and again, it's just, it's just a sign as you're getting that you're staying active and keeping, you know, if, if you don't use it, you lose it sort of mentality. But we, we also, you know, people that are into just bodybuilding, and fitness like to track it. They want to see where they stand, you know, you know, proportionally, uh, you know, how they're carrying that. And then, as I said, if you're rehabbing as well, you know, that's another thing DEXA can do. You can track imbalances, lean mass asymmetries, which is, is really important. You know, me as an athlete, I know I broke my leg in college and I was playing, I played football and I struggled for a little bit after rehabbing my knee and uh, I tore my knee and broke my leg. And then I tore the opposite hamstring because I came back maybe a little too soon. Uh, and so I had these imbalances that just kept leading to just little soft tissue injuries till eventually I balanced it all out. So uh, we do have, you know, some athletes that will utilize DEXAs uh, when they're coming off injury because you can see exactly, all right, if you injured something, like how far behind is that? Left yeah. leg relative to right leg, just in terms of like muscle mass, getting that back to balance would be really, I guess that's the use case there to make sure that it's getting back to even strength. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of physical therapists that are uh, that utilize DEXAs, you know, for those for those purposes. Again, because it's also I can't uh, express enough how valuable just that visual of that DEXA image is for motivation. I can't tell you how many times we have people that just see that they see their body, they see that color coded heat map that's showing exactly where it is, and you know, coupled with side by side how, you know, what their numbers are and how they actually compare percentile wise, where they should be, you know, all, all numbers that we provide you. So you have a very clear roadmap of where you are and, and where you should strive to be. That's what got me hooked was to just like seeing that heat map initially and how fast you could move the needle on it. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. I mean, how many people click on memes versus long form articles these days? So it's, we're, we're visual. Well, Adam, First of all, just want to say thanks for all the great work that you're doing in the world. It's super important and it's needed. So, so thanks for taking on this challenge and bringing DexaFit to market. We're excited to partner with you at Heads Up. Those conversations are actively underway. More to come on that soon. But just want to wish you the absolute best of success with your venture. 
And uh, thanks for taking time to come here and just uh, share your expertise. And if you're listening, go to dexafit.com, get your baseline scan. If you don't have one, get one and uh, go from there. Yeah, feel free to reach out, Adam, at dexafit.com. If uh, if anyone has any kind of specific questions or just wants to learn more, reach out anytime. But other than that, Dave, uh, thanks for having me on. Good luck with everything at Heads Up. Excited to uh, for the next chapter. Thanks, brother. We're grateful for your time. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you for listening to Data Driven Health Radio. 